Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Welcome to our first mini-series where we are going to be talking all about our vacation back in the end of May, 1st of June. And I have my wonderful husband, Dakota, here. Hey, guys. And I'm Destiny, if you didn't pick up on that. But each week, we're going to release what's called a mini episode on a different aspect of our vacation because we did a lot of research, I would almost say, on our last Disney slash Universal trip. Yeah, and we kind of agreed with this one. We're going to give everybody a freebie on this one. The rest of them are going to be completely mysteries. Yes. This one, mainly because it is on such an such a important aspect of Disney right now, really. It, and there's just not a lot of info out there. Yes. So, of course, by the title, this is all about Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to t- teach you the best way to use it, the most efficient way to use it, in just a short amount of time. And So, essentially, we went into this vacation not knowing anything about Genie Plus other than it replaced the FastPass system and it cost extra money. And that's essentially all we knew. We I had a few tips uh, from from other podcasts saying, you know, do like little things that would help with the clutter of the screen while you're trying to use it and help nav- navigate it a little bit. But nothing really showing me how to use it. No, we had no idea. So... Like, just an overview about what Genie Plus is, is before, like pre-COVID, Disney had a fast pass system where each day of your trip that you had tickets for, you could get three fast passes for, you know, any park of your choosing. But the thing was they had to be at, like, the same park, and then once you used all three, then you could start getting them for more so now genie plus kind of does the same thing essentially you pay an extra fee it's no longer free yeah (laughs) go figure you pay an extra fee and you get to pick one rod at a time yeah to essentially get a fast pass for and either you have to wait two hours after your first selection or you have to have used your selection so before we get into breaking it down i think i'm going to throw one thing out there that i think should really be point number one on the genie plus system you don't have to be a tech savvy person but you have to be familiar with the smartphone you got to be familiar with the app too yes yes and the app has changed Mm -hmm. spend some time download the app before your trip spend some time to learn the app because i wasn't even familiar with the older app because I always let you use it. Mm-hmm. And then coming in this trip with Genie Plus, it's kind of an all, like, you know, every person for themselves. One person can do it for everybody, but it really helps. I pretty much became that person. Yes. It really helps to have more than one person there doing it because I tried to be that, but I did not have the experience with that. So have, have, if you have a tech-savvy person or somebody that's familiar with the app, on your trip, 
dedicate them to to that position and try to help them out with it. Everybody get on the same page because it is a tough system to learn. And we're going to kind of give you some pointers on how to learn it fast and use it because you can't really practice it until you're in the parks. Yeah, so essentially it's going to cost extra, but we'll dig more into the pricing a little bit later. First thing we want to do is we want to talk about like exactly how it works. So, yes, you no longer can pre-purchase it for your trips. You have to buy it the day of. And now there is a difference between Genie Plus and then the Lightning Lane. Yes. So you buy the basic Genie Plus. That's going to give you access to like 90% of the rides. And then you can buy individual Lightning Lanes for other rides like Guardians of the Galaxy, the Mine Train, different yes. things like that. So, what you do is you purchase your Genie Plus or your Lightning Lanes the day of, and as soon as 7 a.m. hits, you don't have to be in the parks. You do, however, have to have park reservations and tickets. You can book your first Lightning Lane Pass at 7 a.m., and let me tell you, they will go fast. Yes. The good ones will go fast. So, I'm going to throw in one thing here that was... Um, misunderstanding of mine coming up to coming up to our trip so one of the things is yes the app is still functional you don't have to purchase genie plus to be able to use the app you no. can still genie plus is still active on the app whether you purchase it or not you just can't use it to book lightning lanes you can it will still give you recommendations of what to do, where to go in the parks, what to eat. You can still do takeout orders through that. Uh, and it's still the app still functions like the old app. And I think it's important to also explain there's lightning lanes and then there's individual lightning lanes. So you have lightning lanes, which is in your basic Genie Plus, And then you have individual lightning lanes that is cost yes. an additional additional price and we didn't get to test it but i've heard you can like at least with guardians and this may only be exclusive for Gar guardians because it is a premium one at the moment but you don't have to have genie plus to purchase guardians hmm, that makes sense you can and i think guardians mind train some of the ones that aren't a part of genie plus you don't have to have genie plus to be able to book those think about it like a pizza you've yeah. got your crust you've got your sauce you've got your cheese yeah. do you want genie plus aka pepperonis or are you fancy and do you want like olives and pineapple which is like individual lightning lanes and like who wants olives and pineapple okay but that's I'm not like even you could have said you said could have said canadian ham and pineapples and no but Hawaiian i'm trying pizza. to say because those are like premium toppings at a pizza place and that's what individual lightning lanes Look, I'm are i'm sorry like. if this is going to offend people but olives are garbage they're I'm just saying, and like for my analogy, pepperonis is genie plus, olives and pineapples are like the individual lightning lanes because you're usually going to pay a premium to get them on your pizza. Yes. So, yeah, that the the app, from my understanding, and if you try and it's changed a little bit, you know, because they're still actively every day working on this mm -hmm. app. 
when we went to our trip, you could actually book multiple days in advance still for Genie Plus. You can't uh, do that I think now. June 8th uh, officially was the deadline to where you can no longer change it because they were having a lot of people that were demanding refunds on it because they couldn't figure it out. So I think that leads us to our next point is what's the best park to try it out in? Well, I think before we get there, let's let's talk about pricing. Yeah, okay, yeah. So Genie Plus is going to be $15 per person per day. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot for one person, but you start throwing in families of four or five or in our case six. Mm -hmm. Dakota's mom was spending, what, 60 extra dollars for two days because she bought them for two days and then we bought our own a third. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, and you take, especially in a case like with, with, with us, where everybody's kind of wanting to do different things, it really make it made it complicated. So that's another thing you kind of got to look into from the price factor. The only reason it made it complicated was because nobody else like knew how to use it. Yeah, if I it, was like the dedicated genie plus. But you got to remember, a lot of families going to Disney right now. There's only going to be one or two people that's actively functioning on the app to run it. But we'll throw out here as far as on the price pricing side of it when you get into the premium ones so i'm just going to use magic kingdom for example the individual lightning lanes where you essentially purchase a ride but you don't get to ride this ride as many times as you want it is one ride yeah it's one window of time and we'll get into like the ways you can manipulate it for guardians and stuff like new rides coming out i'm going to use magic kingdom for example Seven Dwarfs Mine Train ranges ten to twelve dollars a person, and that's for the premium Lightning Lane, or not premium Lightning. It's for purchasing Lightning Lane for it. The individual it, Lightning yes, Lane, or Lightning is. Lane Plus, I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's separate from Genie Plus, so these are not included with Genie Plus. So you have your so. fifteen dollars, and then you have this extra price of, which I think we we figured out you don't necessarily have to have Genie Plus. For these, but most likely you're gonna have them for the other rides. Yes. If you if you're interested in doing lightning lanes, most likely you already have it. So it's you don't you're not required to have it, and you can still purchase the premium ones. But then you can't purchase any of the ones that are just on Genie Plus, mm -hmm. though. But then you get rides like Space Mountain, and here's where it gets tricky. So Sp Space Mountain is apparently a busy ride. So or of course it's a busy ride. But they are basing it off of the busyness of the park or the projected busyness, busy, <laughs> the Disneyest, the Disneyest, the, the busyness of the park. So, like we went on a holiday, we were able to get Space Mountain on our regular Genie yes. Plus. Well, come to find out, the reason why is because they were projecting the park to be extra busy during that time frame. So they went ahead and moved it to Genie Plus. Now it is back off of Genie Plus solely on on premium purchase. So you run into that. But then you get into, you have tons of rides that are already on Genie Plus. It's, you, you know, you have essentially two to three a park that are premiums, and it's much easier to try to just rope drop them. You know, especially mm -hmm. if you have park hoppers. And we're going to do a whole episode about our rope dropping experience. Yes, so, I do want to throw something in about Guardians of the Galaxy right, real quick. So, with 
you can manipulate the Guardians of the Galaxy system. So, with the way the Genie Plus system works, you can't do Genie Plus standard yet on on Guardians of the Galaxy, and there's no standby line. You can do premium purchase, which currently is seventeen ninety nine, so it is extreme premium. It's higher than the normal, so it's seventeen ninety nine. Or you can get into the... The virtual, yeah. like, the boarding groups. Like so, they had for Rise of the Resistance yes. when it first opened. So, here's the thing. If you are in a deluxe resort, take advantage of it. Because you get you get yes. an opportunity to book early on for the premium lightning lanes. You most likely will get the 7 to 8 o'clock window to get that. Because apparently, if you, as far as... People just walking into the park that aren't staying on property. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of people say that they're at the earliest getting like 9 and 10 o'clock ones. And then they shut the window down. Or they, they fill them up to 6 o'clock. And then they shut down the booking time frames. And there's some other things that comes along with staying at a deluxe resort that we're yeah. going to dive into. Some other benefits on another episode that we didn't necessarily yeah. take advantage of on this trip. But we learned about I guess the biggest thing is, with Guardians of the Galaxy, if that's a must-do for your upcoming trip... You just need to purchase the individual Lightning Lane if you want to do it. Well, I'm saying there's multiple chances to do it. So, you had brought up earlier, what is the best park to test it out at? And for us, we tested it out at Epcot, and to be fair, we didn't even use it. We've literally just learned what it was and how to use it. So, I think... I think this would be the it's hard because if you're park hopping you have you can't buy it for the park that you're hopping to. Yeah, no, you can so, only use it for the park that you have reservations at. Yes. So the, we had the most success with it at Magic Kingdom, but I think our first real day of using it was Hollywood Studios and we did pretty good with it, but we didn't really start figuring it out until about lunchtime. So, I would almost say that, and I hear everybody saying not to do this. Everybody says to test out with Epcot. But the thing is, right now, there's just not enough open at Epcot to really get used to it. And nothing builds up lines long enough at Epcot for it to be a must-have there. Because it it just isn't. I hear a lot of people are saying to use Animal Kingdom now. I I agreed. Like, I would say either test it out at Epcot or Animal Kingdom because, personally, I don't want my... I wouldn't want my tester to be Hollywood or Magic Kingdom. There's just too much to do for me to, like, take a chance like that. Yeah, and you... When you get to the... In my opinion, I put Hollywood and Magic Kingdom kind of in those same boats right now. Those two parks, you're trying to do everything it has to offer. Mm -hmm. And... Epcot, you can do everything Epcot has to offer without Genie Plus. We've proved it before. We did it again on this trip. Yeah, you can you can really maximize Epcot just by being efficient and watching the clocks. The Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. I know everybody's gonna hate me saying this. Animal Kingdom's a half day park. We didn't even do it this time around, yeah. and I honestly didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, we traded it out for Universal. But I. Like, here's the thing with with Epcot. Like you said, like, there was just not enough. We rope dropped it, and even though we were there on Memorial Day, the park was so 
dead. Everybody had to be at Magic Kingdom. Yes. Because we start we started seeing crowds pick up the later we got into the week. But Magic Kingdom's it well, Magic Kingdom was our last day, which was on It was pretty crowded. Yeah, it was been the second day of June. And so then our first real day was with Hollywood and I was able to snag us lightning lanes for all six of us like pretty early in the morning for smugglers run like what was it like 9 a.m 10 a.m it was like an early one and then i was able to get us toy story mania yeah and then half the group got like beauty and the beast show and i think your brother did the rock and roller coaster and did we not do something else we were trying to do well we are all trying to do rock and roller coaster and tower terror yeah but it didn't work out in my opinion this is where this part comes important. The day before you go to whichever park, say you're going to Hollywood Studios, the night before, if if everybody wants to be riding the same rides all day long, stuff like that, that's fine. What you need to do is figure out what's the top three rides, and you need to favorite them and have them where they're showing up at the top. I the never could figure out how to do that. There wasn't an option for me to do that. It's at. apparently that's why I'm saying like do it the night before because it's apparently really complicated to do it. You have to like go in. You have to go like click on the actual ride. You have to go in and like click the. There's a little. Everybody calls it a, a cheeseburger. It's like three lines at the top of the screen, and then it pulls down two windows, and then you can favorite it from there. So it's really hard to figure it out. But once you figure it out, that's why they're saying because then you're not having to go through and filter, put, and then scroll down, find the ride, and then book it. So of course, places like Hollywood Studios, you need to book those big those big boys. You know. Uh, you get over in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Slinky Dog for sure. Rock and Roller Coaster. Slinky Dog went fast. Slinky Dog, it's still for it to be. It's what two, three years old now. Two years old. So yeah, three years. Yeah. We were still seeing and that which it went down for about thirty forty minutes while we were there one day, but the line stayed anywhere between. Two uh, and three hours. Yeah. I I think we saw it at 260 at one point, and I think that's around the time it ended up going down, and then it dropped to nothing for a little bit. And honestly, we didn't ride it. Oh, I know what we did. We did Toy Story Mania twice. Yeah. But we didn't ride Slinky Dog. We still haven't got to ride it because the lines have always been too long and we've not been able to secure passes. It'll be like the roughest roller coaster ever by the time we get to ride it. It's yeah, like there's the just always now, more but... important rides for us to do. But we did get to do some neat fresh ones this time, but we'll talk about them later. But that, but everybody coming up, I mean, we've got Tron coming up soon. We've got, what's the new ride coming in at Epcot where they're doing all the construction um, There's some kind of Moana experience coming in. So, of course, a lot of a lot of these new rides, of course, are going to be like Guardians, and they're going to come in on the premium to start with, and then they'll have standbys. We're so, one of those people. We're okay with waiting a few years to ride things. And we'll get into it on another one. Don't be afraid of rope drop. It utilize. That's where you you got to utilize the Genie Plus. We had never utilized yeah. it before. Well, books book something on Genie Plus and then just kind of forget about it. Go and like rope drop something that mm-hmm. you know is going to be hard to get a reservation for. Which in our case was Smuggler or not Smuggler's Run. Uh, Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. 
So, and we walked on, we were on it within 20 minutes, so. So, we're going to talk more about that another time, but the last day we did it for Magic Kingdom, I think the first one I got for us was Space Mountain, Yeah. then we got it for the Buzz Lightyear ride, and then, help me remember what some of our other ones oh, were. Um, was Pirates one of them? Pirates was one of them, um... We and I feel like there was one more we, we did used hunt, it for. We had Honey Mansion after the fireworks show. Right? Did we actually use it? I think we did. I can't even remember, but we used it a lot at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, uh, Honey Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain. Yes, that yes. was the last one we did. And the storm was rolling in when we were doing it. Yes, and the the lightning lane line was almost as long as the regular line. But it went through so fast; we yeah. didn't hardly have to wait. <laughs> so, all in all, on that part, figure it out, get to play with it. Definitely practice on the app, learn the app. That's the biggest thing. The app is the biggest holdback to this whole experience. Lightning mm -hmm. lane in a couple of years, I could see being pretty handy. Right now, it is just not where it's at. Another thing to utilize is the food stuff. We we didn't get to use it, but we didn't really eat much in the park, actually. We did a lot of just quick service. and We did a lot at our resort. Yeah. we. I mean, we got quick service at our resort, and then we had a few sit-down meals, but we didn't book those until the day of. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. A lot of this stuff, everybody's saying you have to have reservations way out. Yes, if you for some things you yes, do. For some things you do. But if you didn't get a reservation for something, don't fret. Unless it's park unless it's a park reservation, then fret. Yeah. Because then you're gonna have to park hop at after one or two o'clock. It's yeah. after two o'clock. So but don't fret. You can book stuff the day of. You just have to be vigilant and and utilize the app. Again, going back to the app, you gotta you gotta work the app. So, overall thoughts. Is it worth it? I think in its current state, I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to put it at like a 6. It's it's handy to have for Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom, mm -hmm. but it's a waste of money for the other two parks. I agree. And I think that, you know, honestly, it's a cash grab. It's not for the faint of heart either. I mean, think about how much time you spend on your phone trying to watch this stuff, and or me and you both really trying to watch this stuff and didn't get to experience things because we were spending a lot of time on our phone, which we tried not to do anyways. I know. Like, honestly, I'm a little frustrated that we have to pay for it now because it's really not much different than the original system but now i'm paying 15 extra dollars a day per person yeah disney disney still only expects you or not even expects they still only think that at most you'll get three rides a day out of it oh i thought it was only two i think they they can they're promising if you utilize it you can get two but i think they're only like planning people to get three we got more than that, but you, we, you, we always work that kind of stuff. You really have to work it to be able to get more. Now, I hear people all the time claiming they can get five, six, and seven rides a day out of them, but they're also 
walking a ton because they'll they'll get one over here and then they'll get one on the other side of the park and then back and forth. And we were like that with some of it. We walked 10, 12 miles each day. So I think one benefit to it is I saw a big difference in the standby weights. Yes. That like now some of them were still long like always, but honestly, some rides like Toy Story Mania, there was like not wait times like there usually is. Like I definitely think people are just taking these Genie Plus reservations and then waiting it out. Whereas we would go and okay, we've got a reservation an hour or two. Well, let's go wait 30, 40 minutes for this other ride. And like honestly, we only had two really bad waits, and that was for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, yeah. and then the Jungle Cruise. The Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Runaway Railway, it wouldn't have been bad if it wasn't for all the private parties coming through. You are so tore up about that still. I'm, it was, while we were in line, there was at least 11 of the of the what is it vip tours yeah of the vip tours that came through and we were seeing them constantly the whole weekend we were there but one ride like we were in the ride when we got in it it was ride apps 45 to 60 minutes something like that it ended up being almost a hour and a half to hour and 50 minute ordeal to ride this ride and it almost kind of ruined the experience for us because it we was definitely not a long ride. did not like the ride so much. I th- I think we would have liked it a lot more if we would have just waited for a window of the of the Genie Plus to open up. But we learned our lesson on it. We had a chance to do the Genie Plus, and if we would have done it, we would have literally got on ten minutes before we actually ended up mm-hmm. riding it, anyways. So, overall, I think I'll do Genie Plus next time, but only for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. I think that I understand it a lot more now. And, I mean, it is a big expense, though, for families, especially if you're on a budget. And I do think that's what sucks because a lot of times people are staying at value resorts for one of two reasons. Either they're cheap and they're not spending a lot of time in their room and they don't care, or it's... Or it's literally all you can afford. Okay? And so then adding this extra cost on top of it, like, it's just probably more than some families can handle. I'm sorry. If I've got a family of four, why would I spend 60 extra dollars a day, like, on that? Yeah. And I think... I think in the next couple of years, as this gets ironed out, I think there's going to be different versions of it that come along or better versions... I think that there's a window of the old fast pass system that could come back and then for people like us that really want to work the system, the Genie Plus is there for us to get more. Yes. But I I think it's going to take time for them to work it out. Uh Disney's doing a lot of testing right now on just different things. They've got the Star Cruiser that they're kind of testing the waters with and it's not really doing like they expected. Mm-mm, it's not doing well at all. Genie Plus isn't doing exactly how they expected. So I think they're just testing the waters on a lot of stuff right now because if you look at it like this, they have a lot coming to the table in the next couple of years as far as attractions. I think they also lost so much money when they were shut down from COVID that they're trying to like recoup that money because it was millions upon millions of dollars a day that yeah. they were losing for every day they were closed. Yeah, I mean, it. so I think... As far as my final thoughts on it, evaluate as far as your family. If 
riding a bunch mm-hmm. of rides is important to you at Disney, which to a lot of people it is. It, for people that, like you were saying, people who are trying to be on a budget and a strict budget that are doing this, most likely they want to get the most out of their trip. And in that case, I, w- I would say if you can do it, do it. At least for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Don't do it for the whole time. But I think if you work it, you really pay attention to it and utilize it, you can get the biggest bang for your buck for your whole trip in general. But not And not only just the Genie Plus. But you have to be ready to work it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of my final thoughts on it. I think if you if you have the willpower to do it, do it. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for our first mini episode. Next week, it'll be a mystery. So stay tuned. Bye. Bye.